Welcome back to PNTT Previews. I am Coach JKB, joined by Future Star. How are you? Doing well. Now, our our third and final group between me and you, we are doing the Haley group. Uh, Carlsbad is the number one seed, followed by St. Paul, Arlington, and Yakima. Uh, let's get right into the business. Carlsbad came in as the number one seed because they had a great record after 15 games last season. Unfortunately, it uh, didn't go too well after that. They ended up dropping to 78th rank in the league with a 14-10 and 10 record. Uh, they graduated the 146-178 senior class, brought in the 230-243 class. Uh, so I guess we get to talk about those middle classes and not the – the edges what's what's going on in Carlsbad yeah they kind of bombed out in recruiting I mean on on paper I guess they don't look that terrible you got a few guys with decent size that can score but the good news is they don't really lose anything um the uh, the guys they lost one was just like a backup power forward one guy was na and the other one was uh Roberto Haley who was uh, a shooting guard that looks like he actually lost his job mid-season. So they do return all five starters, so uh, that's the positive. So this is a team that made the NTT. They return all five starters, so despite the bad recruiting class, it, not a terrible position to be in. Yeah, um, the, the, the downside there is kind of hard to see what their identity is as a team, right? They don't, they're not excellent rebounders. They don't dominate the turnover battle. They don't shoot incredibly well. I guess maybe their defense might be a little above average, but it really seems like they tread water across the board in terms of, you know, team personality, if you will. Yeah. Their team that's looks like that. Yeah. There's not really a star. They kind of, it's just kind of group, uh, group play or whatever. Um, you know, they just it, together, maybe they're as they're better than whatever that expression is. The something about the sum of the whole or whatever, some of the individual, yeah, parts, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the individual parts or whatever. Um, they, I mean, they defend pretty well. I mean, between you know, steals and blocks, they have 16 steals plus blocks combined. Um, they have looks like probably four guys that are going to score between 10 and 15 points a game. So, I mean, it's a team that looks like they kind of do just enough. Um, you know, their, their, their point differential last year is only plus 3.6. Um, a team that kind of wins, knows how to win the close games, I guess. But, um, yeah, said, just it's just kind of a decent team without being great in any one area. Yeah, uh, so they had a last year's freshman, Christopher Bryson, was backup point guard. I flipped on the per 30 minutes. It looks like his per 30 was 17 points a game on 54% true shooting. That'd be a nice player if you can actually produce like that. Yeah, the starter, uh, Chandler Lindell, was not a guy that, that provided much of anything. I mean, he had pretty right. pedestrian stats. He didn't turn – I mean, didn't – hang on to the ball that well he doesn't share the ball that well and definitely not a good score so yeah maybe you put christopher bryson in and gives you a little bit of a boost um not only on the scoring end but in terms of sharing the ball maybe a little bit better so yeah there there's some some minor improvements to be made possibly but it's hard to uh, hard to look at just this one team and think they might be a favorite in a bracket right so right um, let's see what carlsbad is going to be up against saint paul is the next on our list they actually finished quite strong last year as the 14th ranked team in the league. Uh, they were 17 and a seven, but had a, had a decent strength of schedule. Thanks to conference 14. Uh, so coach blue, he graduated 39 slash 65 class brought in one Oh four, one twelve. So once again, we kind of fell short in recruiting um, who they got. Yeah. I mean, it's a team I know real well, you know, coach blue is in my conference you're my boy, Blue. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he, yeah, 
I think the recruiting numbers might be a little bit deceiving because I know that that I think he was just chasing point guards. He needed to replace two point guards, and I think he played it pretty safe. He wanted to make sure he got guys who t- who could distribute, um, and so maybe he didn't aim real high. But he got three guys, you know, that give him a couple, give him options. One of them's going to be a point guard. One of them's going to be the backup, and uh, you know, so he wasn't really losing. You know, I guess Daniel Gall was their starter last year, and yep. um, he, you know, the guys that they bring in maybe a little bit different type player. Um, you know, I guess they have some options between Mason Banks, who who's maybe the same type player as Gall as far as being a decent scorer and a decent passer, or you could go with a true point guard like Peyton Stanfield, who was getting almost nine assists per game. So um, I don't think they're going to be too much different than they were last year. Um, they're, you know, they still return most of their their uh, their uh, players that they depend on. So I think they're going to be in, in in good shape in this group. I think. Yeah, and they hit the Sweet 16, even though they were a 10 seed going in. So that's a that's a nice coaching job, I guess, by Blue. Yeah, um, yeah, I think the team is a real good defensive team. They rebound well, and and they have enough, you know, depth scoring, you know, to to, to get by. So I mean, they're scoring over 80, 81 points a game um, without any, you know, one real star, Louis Scott, being their leading scorer at 17 points per game. So this is a team that has a lot of depth. And I think this year they're gonna they're gonna be much of the same. So and so they have one of these typical PNTT schedules too. They've got three games that'll be tough, three games that'll be winnable. Um, I just look at the entirety of their schedule, uh, not to not to exclude their conference play, where they get a top ten team in your own, and they get two games against number twenty one Springfield, and then they get a late non conference game against Clearwater, a top ten team. So. Um, Outside of just having to coach up the PNTT, Blue has got to deal with this mess all season long. Um, so he needs to find this lineup. Yeah, yeah. Well, the good thing is, like I said, he he needs just needs to find who fits best at point guard. And it depends on what he wants. It depends on whether he wants a guy with a little more offense uh, or a guy who's a little bit more of a passer. Um, if he wants more offense, maybe he goes with a tandem of Banks and Blackshear. Um, if he wants, uh, you know, maybe right. one guy who's just more of a more of a uh, distributor, then maybe Stanfield takes one of the point guard spots. But yeah, he has to figure that out. But everything else returns from last year, and and it worked pretty well. So I don't see uh, too much too much reason to change it. All right, that's good for St. Paul. Let's slide down. Arlington Blazers coach Ole Miss twenty two. They were 13 and 11, finished up ranked number 67 last year. Uh, graduated the 54 slash 16 senior class, so probably some highlight guy they lost, and then brought in the 151, 178 freshman. Uh, what did they lose, and what do they have left? Um, yeah, so they lose. Uh, they, Robert Tavares was their senior center last year, yeah. and even yeah. though his stats are not overwhelming, based on the recruiting rankings and based on the fact that that he. Uh, he was a four-year starter. I mean, he's, he was probably the, the jewel of that class. He was a guy that, that kind of helped them uh, anchor the middle, um, you know, blocked a lot of shots, contributed over 10 points per game, nearly 10 rebounds. Um, so they lose that. Um, they don't really pick up anything that could replace him. They have nobody over 6'9 on the roster. So they're going to be a little bit short. Um, they also lose, I don't know who else, they lose uh, small forward, Jamani Anderson, who was only 6'8". Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's a team again that uh, that no real superstar on the team, but a lot of decent depth players. Yeah, uh, and I see them. They lost some passing, right? Uh, 
because Tavares, even though he shot a decent amount, he had 2.2 assists to 0.9 turnovers, and that small forward was 4.5 assists, second on the team. Um, I wonder if that's what was keeping them afloat. Yeah, it could be. Um, and while they do bring in uh, a couple guys uh, who could pass, they're more of the point guard types. They're not these these big men or small forward types that can that can uh, um, distribute on the floor. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they put this team together. Um, they, I don't know who the who the logical options are to to plug in at center. Um, right. I guess Keller King uh, was a part time starter last year. Um, maybe he goes in there, but not the same type player as Tavares. Um, Adrian Allen, you know, it looks like there's a lot of mixing and matching because even some of the players that started at times were only playing 21, 22 minutes a game. Uh, so that looked like there was a lot of, a lot of experimentation last year. And, and this year they might have to do more to, to kind of figure out that optimum lineup. And, and their schedule for the PNTT as well. Uh, they have their toughest game right up front, top 10 St. Paul, who we were just talking about. And then it sort of eases out as they go. Um, maybe that's a chance where they trial by fire, right? Get that first tough game, see who's who. Maybe they'll be able to put something in place to deal with the uh, the back half where there's some wins available. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they they compared to some of the other teams in the group, their um, their schedule looks pretty light overall. Um, so they, uh, you know, although Chattanooga, despite the fact that they're ranked 181 this is a team that finished second in the ntt last year so um maybe oh, maybe yeah maybe this game yeah, is a little, under- tough, little tougher tougher than it looks on paper <laughs> no that's a great point i i definitely underrated chattanooga and they're bringing back most of their talent so i should uh, i should not write that off as a competitive game uh, chattanooga might be swamping through this yeah, good yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's shocking too. When I looked at it, I was, I was looking. And I said, "Wait, you know, UConn. That's no, oh, that's that's the team that 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 almost beat Duluth in the uh, NTT last year." So, despite their despite their one eighty one ranking, I mean, it, yeah, the numbers don't tell the whole story there. That's pretty cruel by the uh, by the machine to put them there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they, based on just open, pure talent, they're they're a team that that you know, I guess if you look at their recruiting rankings, they shouldn't be as good as they are. But when you have the two guys that are that are just like truly great you know they can carry carry you know a bunch of plugs all right well let's get yeah i'm sorry i took us off track yeah Uh, let's get back to the group i think we've pretty well covered arlington i will discuss their chances in a minute but let's get to yakima also 13 11 um they were 13 11 despite having the number three strength of schedule last year uh they got into the pn the ptt as a 12 seed uh finished up a little bit ended up 33rd in the ptt um, the senior class that graduated was 136-141. Freshmen they brought in were 170-193. Not a lot of freshmen to talk about in this group. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. so they lose um, the starting center, George right. Jones. George Jones, I guess. All right. Yeah, there's probably a country music joke to be made there, but I can't think of it <laughs> right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they lose him and then a couple of uh, backups. But boy, they sure bring in some size, you know, with the with the new freshman. Um, right. They bring in a seven footer, six ten. Um, I don't know if anyone's going to be the you know as quality a player as Jones, um, but maybe. I mean, you got Matthew Manson, who looks like kind of a monster on the boards, twelve point yeah. six rebounds per game, three point seven blocks. He's definitely a guy that's going to patrol the middle. Uh, David McKee, a little bit different, maybe a little bit more of a passer. Um, 
But yeah, not 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 bad. You know, even though the rankings don't say much, I mean, you could do a lot worse than to bring in two guys like that. Yeah, yeah, I think Matthew Manson. You, you said the seven footer, twelve point six rebounds, three point seven blocks per game. I bet he's not talented. I bet you plug him in and he'll do fine, anyways. Yeah, yeah, and they. I mean, they they bring back. They probably have the top scorer in the group um, with Cody Schaller, their returning returning shooting guard. He's scoring twenty five points a game. Um, real good overall player. Um, so, I mean, kind of one dimensional, I guess, but, but, you know, that one dimension is really good and you have a, a quality point guard feeding him and Dylan Goodhart, who's getting eight assists per game. Um, maybe not the greatest defender, but, but really helpful on offense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Yakima does look decent. They have a couple of active, aggressive guards and a, and a huge guy coming in to play center. Uh, that might be enough to get it done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they overall. I mean, I guess their record is a little bit deceiving because they finished thirty third in the PTT, which means they they won their last five games. Um, so you know, so their record maybe was you know not so great going in, but at least maybe they figured something out at the end and they can carry over to this season. All right, so we got four teams here. Do you have a preference? How about that one seed, Carlsbad? You think they're getting it? Um, I don't know. I, I think I got to go with my boy Blue here, you know, from Conference 14. Um, St. Paul, I know them real well. I mean, they're a really good team. Um, the, the rankings show that. And like I said, even though the, the recruiting class on paper doesn't look like much, I think he got what he needed. And I don't think there's going to be much drop-off from last season. Um, the only thing maybe holding him back is if, if he drops one of the games in group, to either Arlington or Yakima or Carlsbad. They're actually all three are capable. Um, and then you got that real tough game against Duluth. Is four and two going to be enough? It might be in this group. Um, but so I'm going to, I'm going to stick with them. Yeah. I, I'm going to agree with you too. Uh, you've picked out the best parts of St. Paul. I'll just add a little note that Chandler Harris, their freshman small forward last year, he's going to be a sophomore. It looked like blue kind of held back his minutes. He only played about 24 minutes a game last year. But he was a really good shooter. Uh, his per 30 numbers were really nice. Uh, he, he was 14 points per 30 and 2.4 assists. So I think if maybe Chandler Harris gets a little extra leash, um, that can be a real three-headed monster in the perimeter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they don't, like I said, they have a lot of depth and a lot of options because um, yeah, their bench is re- – maybe that's one reason why he limits the minutes of the starters. His bench is – you know, last year especially was really good. Um, you know, Drew Ramos, Joseph Thompson are quality players on the bench, so you're not really missing too much if a guy gets into foul trouble or if you sub him out a little more. So I think it's a quality team. Yep. Uh, any highlight players that we haven't really uh, – that we haven't really mentioned yet? Um, I don't know about if we haven't really mentioned, but, uh, you know, Matthew Mason, Matthew Manson, for sure, um, from Yakima, the freshman, you know, they lose their starting center. And and I'm always, you know, interested to see what what a guy like that does. Guys who are just look like monsters, you know, down low, you know, a guy who who got almost 13 rebounds per game, almost four blocks per game. He's a guy that's going to patrol the middle and uh, with with the, the point guard and shooting guard tandem that they have, you know, having a guy like him. You know, I think that's going to make the team, you know, even though they're not ranked that high, I think that's going to make them, a, you know, a pretty tough matchup for anyone. Yeah, and and, and another big guy, I think, uh, even though we didn't talk very glowingly about Carlsbad, their center, Quinton Prince, uh, only 10 points a game, but he's a monster rebound at 12, and, and he gets three blocks a game too. So he could, uh, ch- you know, change the course of some games. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some nice big men in this group for sure. 
Well, all right. That is our coverage, I believe. Um, that was the Haley Group. Double picks for St. Paul. Uh, we thank you all for your time coming to listen. Future, thank you so much for your expertise. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. All right. Goodbye, everybody.